Hey, welcome to Anarchy to Diapers. Today's episode is with my mom. My monthly interview had to cancel out on me. He got stuck in the studio recording. Not a big deal, but I brought my mom in. Ends up being a quick little chat. Um, I feel like once we got some flow to the conversation, it had to come to an end because my alarm went off and I had to go pick up my son. But the good thing about this is it gives you a general idea of how my mom is. You get to hear her hippiness, sitting down talking to her punk rock son. So, here we go. Anarchy to diapers, bitches! start off with this weekend um very long weekend so uh you know i only got like four or five hours of sleep thursday friday saturday and then you know friday we went to go see our friend's band in brooklyn you know to get to the show i had to drive to bayville drop dylan off then drive to pick up my wife at work and then drive into brooklyn which shouldn't be that long but it ended up being three and a half to four hours of driving before we even got to the show so I'm like totally like wiped before I got to the show and um then obviously we had the bachelor party to go to and bachelorette party so my point to all this was by time Sunday came around I was very tired very like worn down so we did the town fair and uh man those are hard to do with kids sometimes Sometimes it's the input. It's not just the activity of doing it. It's being around so many um, different energies that I, that's what I find uh, can wear me out and drain me. Some people are very, very draining. Um, and then when you have them all together in a crowd, it can be very difficult to get through the day. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you get the people that are like, uh, you know, trying to cut in front of you. And it's like, yeah, man, it's a kid's ride. Like, we're here with our families. Like, you're going to cut people? Like, what? You know what I mean? So, like, I'm tired. I'm worn down. So, sometimes I could let it go. But sometimes I'm, like, starting to get pissed. And, uh, you know. Well, those are the people that personally attack you. But I'm just saying being around a big crowd. Because I find that I've got, since I've gotten older, I can't take being around a big crowd a lot. It used to be, I never liked big crowds anyway. But I, I just, um, I don't like being stretched that far. See, I never liked big crowds. I'm not, uh, I don't like being touched and pushed and 
I, I don't know. I just never liked it. And I find since I've gotten older, um, you get closer to who you really are inside. So I avoid these things. You know, and then it's hard, like, to, with the carnivals, like, uh, trying to explain to Dylan, like, the games are rigged. Like, don't do the games. And even mm-hmm. if you do get a prize, the amount you're sp- spending for the game, mm-hmm. you know, like, you could have bought, like, a better prize for that. Yeah, yeah. You know? So if you spend five bucks and they give you an automatic stuffed animal, that stuffed animal is, like, 50 cents. Like, we could have gone get and something. And it falls apart by the time you get it home. It's, yeah, it's it like mission. It seems us to <laughs> Yeah, the seams are busted. One eye's falling off. You're like, ah, shit. <laughs> what happened to the ears? <laughs> yeah, you got to drag this sad thing around, you know? Yeah. I think that's part of the whole, like, uh, idea of it is you drag this crap thing around and you just assume that it got beat up at the carnival, you know? God. I remember taking all you kids to the carnivals. Especially the one in Long Beach uh, at St. Mary's Church. Oh, my God. You, Erica and Eva used to love that one. St. Anthony's? No, no, no. St. Mary's. The one on Park Avenue across from the bank. Yeah, I thought that was St. Anthony's. No. Okay. It, it, it might be now, but it wasn't then. All right. Yeah, no, that's the that was a big one. We used to do that a lot. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, hard to... Uh, deal with him when I'm that tired and I'm like it's totally me not him so mm-hmm. I don't know it was it was it was tough but I basically I just had to lay down the line I was mm-hmm. like dude like uh we're not here to play games we're here to do rides like and he's like well I, I'm not happy and I don't want to be here I'm like all right let's go home he did say that oh yeah. my god he's too much I said well let's go home I don't need to be here if you, you're not happy oh no 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 I'm gonna do some more rides oh okay <laughs> let's just nip that in the butt he pushed he, he sees if he can push your button and when it doesn't work you know he doesn't he takes it back then yeah yeah he wants to see how far he can go with mm-hmm. it which you know I mean that's kids uh recently um I've been having a lot of difficulty with him because uh he's just been getting like uh very defiant which... Will- willful willful okay we'll go with willful that's a way to do it <laughs> uh, yeah he's trying to uh push his will and uh you know like uh I'm not mad at him I'm just like, this is becoming problematic, you know? And mm-hmm. one way I'm actually proud, I'm like, yeah, fight mom and dad. That's the way to do it, you know? So uh, he's really started laying into me like, I make the rules. I'm going to make the rules now. So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, there are no rules in this house. There's just things we have to do. Like, we have to walk Baker. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, we, if you love a dog and you want to have a dog, you have to walk them. Dogs need to be walked. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I try and always phrase it like that. Um, you have to go to bed early because you have to go to school, and I want you to be awake in school so you can learn things. Otherwise, you're going to be tired and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you process it? So he started processing that. And the other thing I hit on him, I was like, yo, uh, are you having a time? Where did you get this whole thing about rules? Is this because of school? Like, are they giving you a lot of rules at school? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, Are you, do you like school? He's like, yeah. Since he started um, pre-K, so now he, like, you know, he's hitting me about the rules. But I think that's a lot, too, because, like, the parents, will, a lot of the other parents are like, oh, the rules are you can't go in the playground after, after uh, school. Which Well, a rule is okay if you explain it to him. Like, the little boys that I watch, I always tell them, um, the rule is you don't hut, you don't throw toys because, of course, you can hurt somebody. You have to give them the reason why. Yeah. 
So that's why I don't like to put a rule though. Rule, I just do it automatically. I feel like a rule like defines this is this is the answer. And there's a lot of rules that I disagree with our society as a mm-hmm. whole. So mm-hmm. I don't want to like a rule is a rule and rules can't be changed. No rules can be changed. Right. And so I don't look at it as rules. I just tell them no, you can't throw toys because you're gonna hurt somebody. But what mm-hmm. happens if someone hits you in the head with a toy? Are you gonna be happy? So don't do it to other kids. You know, don't mm-hmm. do it because then other kids could get hit. So I always try and go with that aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason they're not allowed to play in the playground after school is because the older kids come out and use the playground. Oh. Just tell them that. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Instead of telling them, oh, the rule is, the rule is, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what also starts getting them defiant against the rules for no reason. So let's wait till there's a rule for them to be defiant mm-hmm. against, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then he turns around and he says to me, well, I have three rules. I said, yeah, what's your three rules? Uh to be honest, to be happy, and what was the other one? Happy, honest, happy, honest. Oh, man. I can't believe to be honest. Wow. Oh, it, I'm sorry. It was kind, happy, and honest. Wow. I was like, yo, those He's are... He's an old soul, absolutely. Yeah. He's been here before. He's played this <laughs> this uh, <laughs> show before. Uh, uh, I, I'm... So impressed, and uh, I'm glad that he said kind, you know. He is and, kind. Uh, yeah, because I was a very kind kid growing up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Time out, time out. Let me just tell you, I'm so full of shit right now, because I've already explained to you that uh, I was very angry as a kid. What I was trying to express here is that uh, sometimes kindness is mistaken for weakness, and I've been in that position where people have taken advantage of me or gone after me because they thought I was weak because I was being kind. And that worries about me, about my son wanting to be kind. Don't worry, my mom calls me out on my bullshit, so I just wanted to clear that up. But I also... No, I was, I was, but then I also... Most of the problems that I... You were wild. You weren't unkind or kind. You were just wild. You loved to run. You loved to ride bikes. You loved skateboards. You loved anything like I did. When I was a kid, I liked motion, and you liked motion. Yes. You liked but, swimming a lot, too, because yeah. you were in motion. Yes. But I also, like, um, 90% of my big fights that I had, like, continuous problems, like where kids were jumping me, were because either I was trying to stop a fight or stop someone from getting bullied. Hurt, yeah. So, like, I am kind in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, a part of me doesn't want him, like... Doesn't want to raise him kind because I'm like, oh, is he going to get these problems as well? It, I don't know, but I know since I've gotten older, I, I was downstairs in the lobby and some gentleman, I use the term loosely, was yelling at this one lady, Rose. Now, I've been told she can be a, she could be a pain in the neck, but what I say to everybody is we all can be a pain in the neck at this age. And he was yelling at her and I just kept telling him, don't yell at her, don't say that, don't do that. I don't like people. You know what? It was bullying because he's bigger than her. I just realized that. Yeah. He and louder. Yeah. There's no reason to yell. Like. Um, You're right. I didn't even think about it. Maybe I, I I'm into non-bullying now. Yeah. Well, too too. Well, obviously, the way um, being that you were in an abusive relationship. Yes. I'm sure that's not something that resonates kind with you, you know? No, no, no. I don't like it. And, I, and I'll tell anybody anything now because uh, I'm not afraid. 
I'm just not afraid anymore. What are you going to do to me? No, absolutely. And last year at the fair, some guy was walking there, his dog, a little crappy dog. You're not supposed to bring the dogs up to the fair. Yeah, they had them today. Uh, yesterday, I saw there was a few. Yeah. Why do you have to bring a dog to a fair? I well, mean, come Well, you know, whatever. I get it. You want to take the whole family out. The dog's part of the family. But what happened is this kid's dog took a crap. Oh, my God. He didn't pick it up. You're kidding. Well, he didn't have a bag. So I don't know if he used his bag already or what. But this old guy was yelling at him and, like, really aggressively going at him at the fair. And it got to the point that I actually had to stop, start walking back. I grabbed the bag from somebody. Because I'm like, the guy doesn't have a bag. So yelling at him to go pick it up. Mm-hmm. And that he's trash isn't helping this situation right, at right, all. Right. Now he just wants to run. You know right, what I mean? Right. So by the time I almost got to him, someone else obviously saw this as well and got him a bag. And was like, yo, here's a bag. He was like, thank you. And he went and picked it up. Not that big of a deal. But to yell at somebody and berate him without having mm-hmm. a solution available for them. That's a good way of putting it. I think sometimes people just get their anger out. Like maybe that guy was angry. His wife, uh, you know... Uh, told him don't park the car over there you know it gets oil stains on the driveway or something and he was pissed at about that i think a lot of times that's what it is people overreact because they have it inside festering yeah no absolutely and like i told you i'm worn down this weekend so this morning i drop off dylan i pull into a spot obviously like there's a couple other spots but i pulled next to another car midway like Mm -hmm. i don't need to be the first spot and the lady gets out, goes to get out of the car and do- door jams me. And then looks at me like I'm an asshole for parking there. <laughs> I love when they do that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, lady, I just watched you looking into space. And then you just went to get out of your car as if there's no possible way anybody might pull up next to you. I remember one time a lady hit my car once. Then she hit it again. And then she hit it a third time. <laughs> I said, come on. I said, how many times are you going to bang your door into me? Come on. You know, give me a break. You know, you don't want to be nasty, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. But then I want to like, you know, because she doesn't apologize and looks at me like I'm the asshole. Like, really, I was contemplating whether I should key her car or not. Uh I obviously I, I'm not gonna do it with my son there, but I'm like maybe I should just hurry up, hustle back to the car, key your car up. But that's because I'm tired, I'm worn down, and not only that, you consciously know it's wrong. Yeah. Period. Case closed. Exactly. But the thought did go through the head. Oh, of course. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's crazy. See, I think that that's the difference between us and the perpetrators. We have that thing that holds you back from doing something that you know consciously is wrong. Yeah, well, I think that's part of being kind and knowing the right from wrong. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, and I just try and remember, like, when, you know, situations like that, like, whatever. She won this war. I hope that's the war that she needed to get through the day. Like She probably forgot about it five minutes later. True. Uh, sure. You know, people don't mm. hold on to things. Uh, maybe I need to let it go. Yeah, you do. My friend, that's what my friends. I think um, I was really impressed that they noticed that. Like I'm very, very. <laughs> Dan just got up and threw his hat at the door because he's snoring so loud. Anyway, I, my friends are saying, "Oh, you don't get upset about anything." Da da da. Well, I think also being. Um, that I feel like my life has been saved a few times now when I had 
came down with the di diabetes. You know, um, I just had surgery and it was cancerous. And um, the doctor told me everything was taken out, clean, bill of health and everything. And a few other, I had sepsis. I mean, I've been there where I could have gone either way. So I'm glad I'm here. And I have to be here for a reason. I'm not sure what it is. No, absolutely. And um, and let's go back to the whole cancer thing real quick. You know, it really upsets me that um, you wouldn't give me the information to take you to the doctors. Mm -hmm. You bother me about helping you, which I have no problem helping you. But you bother me about t picking you up Driving 45 minutes to pick you up to go get fucking hot dogs. And then drive 45 minutes home. Well, with but the you way you put it, of course it sounds screwed up. But you won't call me and let me know when to pick you up to take you to the hospital so you can get a procedure done for can something cancerous. That bothers me. Yeah, well, I didn't know it was cancerous, but I had a feeling. I just had a f you, you just have... You get... Sorry about that. Uh, that's all right. It, so you said, a, you said you had a feeling? Yeah, I had a feeling... I just had a feeling, because when they took the the sonog the um, pelvic sonogram, uh, CAT scan, whatever it was, I, I had a feeling something was going to show up. I just did, no particular reason why. As you get older, you just get attuned to, um, you know, I don't know what do you want to call it, energy waves, your body, whatever. Uh, but that whole thing was because I said, I may have other stuff you'll have to drive me for. Let me get someone now and save you taking off that day. That was the only, I knew you felt bad, but that was my intention not to have you take another day off. Okay. Yeah. So I know you understand that, but I understand <laughs> the way you felt about it. I know. I would felt that way too with my mother. There's a lot of things, you know, that I, I wish my... Listen, I, I got on my hands and knees and begged Grandma to come live with me so I could take care of her, but she didn't want to. You know, so I understand how you feel about me. That's the way I feel about my mother. Do you think, um, like you said, you get more into tune to, like, energy waves. Do you think that's because of, like, um, you've slowed down in life and you're not stuck in the rat race, so you're just, like, kind of... Yeah, but I think it's also, it's like, I hate to quote AA, it's against my better judgment. But AA tells you about peeling the layers of the onion to get to the core. And that's exactly what it is after you go through life. You lose that face. Then you lose this face. Then you lose that face. So you become more you. And you're attuned to your body. No, I understand that. I, I, uh, once I had another... Once I had a son, started a whole other chapter. Oh, uh, well, that, yeah. Of yeah. a face that I had to peel. And... um. You know, it's uh, it's challenging to. It, yes, it is. It is very challenging to continue being me, and then, you know, like um. See, I can't do it in a relationship because even when I was with, just you know hanging out with Norman, who I I hate to admit I really did love him in a certain way. Um. He's a good companion. Yes, he was a very good companion, but I got. I'm not good in a relationship. I overreact. I, I go to vent on him all the time. I expected this. I, I just, relationships are not good for me. I, I just, maybe because I started out with the bad one. I don't know. I don't know. Like when I see you and your wife, then I still tell my friends about the Christmas morning that you, I think it was a Christmas, Sunday morning, you made coffee for your wife. Oh my God, you brought her coffee. 
without her asking. I don't ever remember your father or, or Ernie ever bringing me a cup of coffee. That blew my mind. And it's the little things on a day-to-day living uh, that really make a marriage. It's not the big things. People think it is, but it's not. It's the little things. Yeah, I try not to worry about shit. So let's just take care of ourselves. Let's just be happy. Yeah. And it'll all come together. Everything will get done in time. Like, I'm still working on the basement. It's going to be a year plus, but whatever. Yeah, it's not like you have to go pee in the outhouse. You have a bathroom that's functional right now. I know you want to get that done, too, but the reality is you can't do everything. Look at I'm in my apartment now. Going on In March, it'll be six years. It took me a long time to pull that apartment together. And now I'm getting where I want to change it a little bit for the better. You know, yeah. so you get it more takes, comfortable. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. Yeah. All right. We're going to end it there a little abruptly because I have to pick up Dylan from school. So My Dilio. Yes. All right. Okay. So love you, Mom. Thank you for coming I love coming you in. too. Nice talking to you. I love it. Be good. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right, so this is five minutes with my son. We just got back from school. So how did you enjoy Carnival? Uh, good. Good? What was your favorite ride? Uh, the Owl there closer. <coughs> ah, hold on. Baker. Baker, what? Baker, you just made Baker. Okay. Well, don't worry, we're going to start all over. So... What was your favorite ride at Carnival? The alligator. The alligator? What was the alligator? Uh, a roller coaster. Oh, it was a roller coaster? That was your favorite ride? Yeah, um, um, like all the other rides too. What, what was the other rides that you liked? I love all of them. Did you like the mazes? Yes! And what else did you like? Can you not yell? Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's not be a clown. Okay. Um, what did you think about the music? Very good. Yeah. Did you like the bands? Yes. And I'm not right. Uh... What do you mean you're not right? You're not ready? I just you're gonna pay Baker? Is that the end of the interview? You missed them because you were at school? Yeah. So did you have a good weekend? Uh, yes. Did you like uh, staying at Grandma's house? Yes. What did you do at Grandma's? Play with the toys and play games. Oh, you played games? What kind of games did you play? Mm. Uh, superhero games. Uh, what kind of superhero games? Like Nintendo? Uh, Don't touch. What did you play? Talking to Oh, it's superhero. Syndrome. Syndrome? You a syndrome? Yeah. Was is that a Disney video game? Uh, yeah. It's all Disney guys. Oh. So you play. <laughs> okay, this gonna be good, and I hope you enjoy. This podcast. Right. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>
Alright, for my Spotify listeners, I'm slowly converting all the episodes so it'll be downloaded onto Spotify. It's really basically a bi-weekly podcast, so once a month I'll do like music and chitter-chatter or something and then do an interview. If you want free stickers, write into Anarchy, the number two diapers at Gmail. I'll have the link in the notes. Shout out to Jonathan from Palmdale, California. Your stickers are in the mail. Dominic from Elwood City, Pennsylvania. Your stickers are also in the mail. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Anarchy to Diapers. Love you all.